Hey, this time is time for some artsing around with Sorry. Andrew. You heard me with Andrew Dembina. Hi, Andrew. Are you there? I am. Hello there. Hi, Carolyn. Hello, Paul. Hello. Paul, art sing around. Oh, right. Art <laughs> yeah. sing he's, around. He's, he's deliberately yeah. mishearing me. <laughs> uh, I thought it might be some, some problem on the connection. But, uh, I think the problem on my connection. <laughs> Keeping on theme there. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's been uh, no surprise, um, you know, as, as with many uh, events or things that uh, need to be scheduled various waves all four of them as well now but uh that certainly in hong kong i'll talk about a couple of other places later but uh but, but hong kong it, we've had it a bit better than some places for performance art and uh and also for fine art gallery stuff going on not bad but some of it really has been stopped in its tracks i mean the uh, the Hong Kong Arts Festival, for example, didn't happen. Arts Basel didn't happen in March. You know, earlier on in the year, in February and March, when uh, when COVID really struck, uh, people were being very, very careful indeed. But in the last few months, though, galleries have really kind of taken a, uh, a chance and uh, opened their doors, such as the Hong Kong Museum of Arts, which uh, was under renovation for um, more than two years, finally opened its doors. But um, but it was uh, it was kind of in spurts because as new waves came in, they had to shut those doors again. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and certain uh, performance uh, pieces. So that would be uh, say at uh, the art centre in Wan Chai, um, and also at the cultural centre, and all the other urban council and, and smaller independent uh, theatres have had to really um, just just see what happens uh, and keep planning. I mean, right now there are still some production companies which are hoping to um, uh, to kind of draw, you know, up curtain in January, at the end of January, but it remains to be seen whether they will. I'll give a few details on those a bit later oh, as yeah. well. But but um, but in, yeah, in, in September, Tai Kwon, which is uh, um, an amazing space on many levels. Don't it is. Have, have yeah, been, yeah. Uh, yeah. Love it. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's great. I mean, apart from the atmosphere in the parade ground and the you know the prison cell areas and all the places where you can just chill out, they've got a really good um, uh, display area. It's kind of a walk-up gallery. I don't know if you've been to the area right up the back when yeah, you go. Sort yeah, of, yeah. We've been to and a concert got... there actually. We went. We saw. Uh, was it this year? Would have been at the very very beginning. Oh, it was of this a DJ year. thing at the. Saw a DJ yeah. event in there. Yeah. It was, it was oh, really? fantastic mm. space. Yeah. Was it? Was it was that was that in the actual you know the auditorium which I think they call the JCQ which is um, you know with a very kind of snazzy reflective surface on the outside of it. I think was it, it was there, I think it? it was a different room, but it was up towards the back. But yeah. we've been to a few different things, and, right. and they do make an amazing use of that space with all the different options that they have. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really it's great. Well, one thing though, unfortunately for them, um, they they arranged a um, a festival at Taiwan which was going to have. Uh, performers coming over from Japan, Korea, um, Asian uh, production houses doing all sorts of stuff from dance to uh, to drama and all just lots of different theatre and musical performances on in their uh, in that JC Cube auditorium. But but that had to go online um, because mm -hmm. uh, um, I mean and, and and because of that the um, luckily for the performers and production companies concerned. They, um, uh, Taekwon managed to have um, some funds that where they could ask artists to rework those pieces that were meant to be 
schedules to, mm. with with a with a going online um, sort of uh, audience mm. in mind because uh, yeah I mean it's because I mean it's a real big ask to to try and get a lot of performances to uh, to take place in the way that they would do in front of a live audience of course so um, yeah so that was that was great that happened actually. Uh, uh, with seven acts uh, until the end of September, from the beginning till the end of September this year. So that was really, really well done that they managed to do that. But uh, the head of performance there did make a point uh, out of saying that uh, that even though that's the first time they've done it and it works really well, they don't want to kind of get into the habit of that because it's not, it's not, it's not, not easy. They think it's, well, oh no, but I mean, yeah. not only that, but not only that, with all of the logistics of having all the, you know, really great camera work from uh, you know and transmissions being stable from overseas but um but also they uh they just think it takes away some of the uh the variation that you can get in oh, all yeah. kinds of areas from yeah from sound to light and acting or performing uh, of the live experience and they don't want to ever lose sight of that i thought it was really um bold of, of him to say that because i think that some i've heard that some other overseas uh companies uh and also possibly uh, the arts uh, festival yeah. in Hong Kong will be thinking about, um, hey, this is a new area that we haven't <sighs> tapped into. And we can, yeah. not, not to replace live performance, but to augment it yeah. with uh, online stuff. But it seems like mostly uh, Taekwon performance won't be doing that. So that's, mm. that was interesting to hear. That, that is good. Um, I don't think anything can ever sort of surpass the sort of interaction you get with, a, you know, whether you're the performer or the audience member watching something yeah. in person. Yeah, I can understand how you can get a greater audience if you do things online, but yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a connection that you miss out on. I mean, I've watched some, live, some live contents online and they've been great, but it's just yeah. not the same atmosphere. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's funny, yeah, you talk about the interaction and, um, and that, that, the nuances between audience and performer. Yeah, I mean, probably the worst type would be, can you imagine if it was uh, for um, stand-up comedy? That, would just, mm. that just wouldn't work at all, because they play on it all the time, don't they? Yeah. That'd we probably be the worst we one spoke to, to someone, what's the name of that place in California Tower? The, the Riff? The Raff? The, the, yes. Oh, the Riff. Yeah. The Riff. <laughs> Uh, we were yeah. speaking to the chap who runs it, whose name I've completely forgotten. He was talking about how hard it is how for a stand-up comedian to adapt to not having an audience yeah. reacting to what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it's got it's got to be. I guess for, for comedians, rely probably on uh, the kind of the vibe of the room mm. um, as to whether uh, to continue pursuing a line a line of humour. If I guess if a, if an audience is really not enjoying certain subject matter or types of humour, yeah. They, they wouldn't have a clue with the silence that they'll be met every yeah. time. Yeah. They'll, they'll be dying every time online, <laughs> won't they, as far as, as far as they know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one, one thing that I've seen, I was just looking to see what is coming up. Uh -huh. yeah. Everything, there's a, there's a pen for everything. It's like, because at the moment they don't dare um, give dates on what's going to happen, not knowing when uh, sort of restrictions are going to be relaxed yeah. at all. Um, but one thing that they seem to be planning, which looks really interesting, or unexpected was um a kind of a, a contemporary circus called bring well they're calling it bring circus home and that's not um just with uh, online viewing in mind they, they they will be doing home for them will be taekwondo in its uh, environment they want to do some kind of um not talking cirque de soyer you know the kind of avant-garde stuff that um that people may have seen or heard of but but more like just using local performance talent to do some unexpected uh, performance, which they are calling circus, that they want to do around the various um, 
alleys and corners of um, of the Taekwon site. And um, I, I had a look at something which was online, a 10-minute YouTube video that they've got on their site at the moment, which is definitely worth a look, folks, because uh, it's, uh, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's out there, and I don't even know if it's out. <laughs> it's, 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 free, it's freestyle football tricks, like keeping the ball up and, you know, sort of like having it bounce on the back of your shoulder blades and stuff, uh-huh. to heavy rock, heavy rock. teaching a guy in, in Cantonese, but there are English subtitles as well, teaching you how to do some tricks. I've not yet <laughs> found the time to give these a go. Mm. I might borrow my son's football and uh, become a performance artist See, at when, the top when, of my roof. When you mentioned circus, doing live circus in a performance art manner and, and coming out of, out of corners and out of alleyways, I just envisioned pe- clowns jumping out You're of people. You're just thinking of something petrifying, so aren't like, you? And I yeah. can see how well, it would I, be art. <laughs> I, I, I would hope for more of that, uh, Paul, <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the freestyling, how many times can I keep a football up? But, but uh, anyway, um, there, there, there are some, there are some, uh, uh, some hope uh, for performances coming up soon. I mentioned earlier the Hong Kong Singers, um, the long-standing amateur musical performance production company that do that have been going for over a century and really do put on uh, professional-looking shows. Oh, yeah. Um, they yeah, I mean, they, they, they hope to unleash something called Songs for a New World for two nights from okay. January the 29th. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, a, it's an apt title. Definitely. Right? Actually, yeah, but it's not, it's not their own work. It's, a, uh, it's, it's originally the debut musical from 1995 by an American playwright who, turned, who sometimes turned his hand to, to musical theatre as well. Okay. Um, and um, uh, he was best known for... Um, Parade and uh, Bridges of Madison count, oh, uh, yeah. County. Yeah. Um, and I'm searching my documents. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't written his name down. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Well, I'm just going to set Paul but, on Google in the background. You carry on. Okay. Okay. Well, but, but, but uh, keep, a, keep a lookout or Google uh, Hong Kong Singer's website to see whether it still will be on because as of the uh, time of uh, speaking, uh, or earlier on this morning when I didn't manage to uh, copy his name down. Yeah. Uh, it, it, uh, they, they were still hoping to do this for two nights. Oh, fingers um, crossed. Uh, where, yeah, where, whereas uh, earlier in the month, uh, the Hong Kong players uh, who do a panto, a very, very tongue-in-cheek panto. I don't know if you've ever seen these. It's, uh, um, and it's, uh, it's kind of really taking, pushing the envelope with the traditional British uh, Sounds good. panto. They, yeah, but they they had to put it online because of, of, oh, of just yeah. what was uh, you know of all the restrictions. So they had to do that. Oh and no, they, they didn't. Did <laughs> <laughs> it was precisely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, My they, work they, here is they, done. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they 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 they've done two now online. They did something called the Corona Monologues as well, which um, was uh, something which was going to be on stage. So they did those two very well. Yeah. Mm. And um, just really briefly, onto fine art. It was okay. a mixed year stop start, as I mentioned before. The Hong mm-hmm. Kong Museum of Art reopened in September. It yeah. did have, in its time when it was open, 
put on this brilliant Botticelli. That's a Renaissance painter from Italy, yes. uh, big name, most famous for his uh, Birth of Venus painting, mm. which wasn't on show, but his second most famous one was, which is called The Adoration of the Magi. And it's um, he, he, he and um, some of his Renaissance Italian peers still have their works there. And when the doors are flung back open, um, you can still see that, folks, until... Uh, February the 26th. So fingers crossed that there'll still be plenty of time without restrictions to go and see that show. And do they still um, have to be careful when they open things? Like if they're not at full capacity, sometimes that's quite good. I mean, not not this yeah. is a completely different experience, yeah. but going to like yeah. a theme park like Disneyland when it was only allowed to have 50% capacity, it's quite nice because the queues weren't so bad. So I'd imagine that yeah. for fine art, you'd have a good chance of getting Probably a nice you're view. Quite right. Yes, especially for something like this, which would have been billed and is really the exhibition of the year in terms of a big name um, artist in Hong Kong. Um, when they've done this before, it's been um, you know really difficult to see the paintings or whatever other artworks are being shown like six deep back in crowds shuffling around. So yeah, you're right, bang on there. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, with restrictions. And and the thing is, when it does come back on, by the way, nobody should try and book online because they are doing it first come first served, which is a very new thing. For popular exhibitions here oh, but that's wow. the way they're going to do it okay because it's, and so that yeah so weirdly they then thought there is a queue of people who aren't really one or two meters apart queuing up together there you go it's kind of you know yeah, okay. but, but yeah yeah um and m plus museum was supposed to open uh, this this uh, year yeah um, but it but it but it didn't Okay. Um, so it's now been put back to later next year. Okay. Now I know that um, we're gonna we're gonna finish. Uh, I, I'm gonna quickly scroll through many other things I had to mention that we haven't got time for. I think, <laughs> oh um, but because um, there is a, there there is one uh, production company that I wanted to mention, which um, has been uh, working to try and get ch child and teen performers together. Okay. Um, to to sing and yeah, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago to Noreen when we were on this. Uh, Arting around chats yeah. that uh, that there was something that they'd put out. It's on Spotify. It's on YouTube, and they've done. They did it first of all with some twelve to thirteen year olds, okay, um, who did a very R and B type of uh, track. Now the one that uh, I think we're going to play out with my segment today yeah. is by kids who are aged uh, between three and nine. Okay. It's a bit cutesy, okay, um, but, it, but, it, but it's but it's festive, and it's uh, and they and they've even they have put this on YouTube as well. The production company is called Real Music Productions, so anybody can just Google that, find their uh, Facebook page um, or their YouTube, and it's also on um, on Spotify. And there's a song um, which is uh, um, which is called "Oh My Gosh, uh, It's Christmas." Uh, it's kind of still Christmas vibe, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's close like, enough. Hey, I, think, I think close enough. I'll <laughs> let you we're off. Not, we've <laughs> not quite yeah. missed the yeah. boat, but it, we're close. We're closer. Yeah. It's not like it's the middle of summer. Yeah. All right. It's, it's, yeah, it's festive. <laughs> so, so I think we're going to hear that. And it's really, it's really it's, it's beautiful. If anyone feels like, say, a, a slightly heartwarming, if kind of, you know, young, young kids singing uh, focused uh, video, just look this up on YouTube. Oh, my gosh, it's Christmas. Brilliant. And, uh, that was it from me. <laughs> all right. Happy, happy New, New Year. year. <laughs> yeah, have a great New Year, Andrew. We will uh, see you soon. Bye now.
Oh, thanks so much to Andrew for artsing around today. And 